guys, uh, welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am, as always, Jessie. I'm going to change my always. name to Jessie with a C-H. Like, Chessie. I wish you wouldn't. Chessie, C-H-E. Chessie? Like, yeah, like Cheska from the Red Violin. That's interesting. And then I'm going to be able to tell the future. What about Yessie? Like, Yennefer? No, I don't like that. All right. No, I like Cheska because she can, uh, she's like kind of a witch. She's Italian. Seems she- on track. Lives in Cremona. Right. That's the number one violin. Great. Place. Making place. Great. Um, yeah, guys, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jesse, Cocktail Corner, what are you drinking? We had red wine. Yeah, we did. Two different kinds of red wine. But they're both like red blends, right? Uh, I can't remember what your one your drink is. The one I drink is red. Yeah, blend. it's just a red blend. They're just two different um, bottles. Yeah, I've been getting that wine in the mail. So mm-hmm. they're just wine by the mail. Wineinthemail.com. Wineinthemail.com. Dot net. Dot uh, gov. <laughs> prom- promo code cosplay. <laughs> That's not real. Please don't try it. <laughs> uh, please do try it. I want to see what you get. If you start trying to... Uh, if you just go to wine, wine by the mail. Oh, we're going to be doing that in a little bit. Yeah, wineinthemail.com. That's our side business. Wineinthemail.com, promo code <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> On today's episode, we have a guest, uh, interview mm-hmm. that we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, she is on uh, social media as Jedi Manda. Um, yeah, so we were so excited to have her. Yeah. Um, so welcome Amanda to the podcast. Hello. <laughs> okay, Jesse's got your first oh, question. I'm doing this. Uh, Go for it. Tell us a little about you, parenthesis, non-con <laughs> or cosplay related. A uh, little bit about me. I am uh, a 30 plus year old cosplayer <laughs> and um, I've been cosplaying since about 2012. I work as a wig maker and designer full-time for a company called Custom Wig Company. Shout out. Um, Other than that, I put a lot of time into my costumes. I usually stick with the genre of uh, TV film. Um, I usually do a lot of Marvel, Star Wars, hence the name, the Jedi part of myself. And... um, yeah, I think that's it. And I have a lovely bat cat and a boyfriend. <laughs> um, how did you get involved with um, the wig making and stuff? The wig making, I actually did um, some modeling work for them before I had the time. Basically, I was really tired of my other job and I was like, I need a job. And they literally like within a week of me being, I don't want to work here anymore. They posted an application or uh, a wig, you know, needing um, wig builders on their Facebook. And I'm really good friends with the owner and other people that work there. And so I immediately like messaged him. I was like, guys, I'm coming in. Just tell me today. You know, you know my stuff. You know, we've worked together. And then they hired me from then. That's awesome. Yeah, um, it was really great. Uh, okay, so this is a double a double question. Um, mm-hmm. What's your favorite cocktail and what are you drinking right now? Ah, my favorite cocktail. Uh, it depends on the mood because I I pretty much rotate between like four different drinks if I want like liquor. I am I love beer and wine. Don't get me wrong. They're great. But if I'm out, um, if I'm in like a sophisticated mood, I'll drink a Negroni. I love Negronis. If I'm going to be in, like, a more of a partying mood, kind of like, all right, let's go kind of stuff. Plus, if I'm eating Mexican food, it's a margarita, hands down. Well, there you go. 
Um, and then if for any other time in between that, it's a gin and tonic. But if I, which is what I'm drinking right now, by the way, to answer the other question, <laughs> is a gin and tonic. Um, but if I'm, you know, just really just needing something now, uh, just a bourbon on the rocks. Oh. whatever whatever they have in the well just put it that's, on some ice yeah that's a common i'm not i wouldn't drink whatever's in the well but uh, <laughs> depends on the day yeah, but i get that i get that i'm a bit of a snob too but i'm also cheap as fuck yeah <laughs> yeah I'll drink, i like four roses i think four, four roses, roses is a good yeah. uh, good budget whiskey mm-hmm. is still good enough that you can drink it neat or i rock. totally agree with that i'm i'm a bit of a makers girl mm. um if you want to ask my favorite bourbon i love makers 46 on the rocks if Ooh. the majority <laughs> the majority of places here in louisville which is the mecca of bourbon of bourbon everything right have pretty much everything so i usually have a wide variety to choose from but i tend to go for the more sipping bourbons like Yamekos and your yellow label four roses is really good I'm sitting here looking at my liquor cabinet going what is good (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're speaking Jesse's language for sure wonderful my boyfriend is a professional bartender and he and I are all in all into the everythings and so that's why I had to pick through like four different gins to just make the gin and tonic if he's not even here so I had to do it myself which is (laughs) not good because I don't know ratios (laughs) Well, that's awesome. We could use a professional bartender because we uh, yeah, always try to come on, <laughs> right? We always try to uh, come up with different um, drinks and then like give them geeky names for the podcast. And... Oh my god, I love that. He does that all but the time. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, like we're we... not good at it. A lot of them are bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's okay. That's like, okay because you can experiment. That's the fun right, part about it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple last weeks was bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I have to know. What'd you do? Uh, well, I called it. So, you, do you know what an AMF is? Is that? Uh, he probably does. I don't. But okay. <laughs> what is it's it? Like AMF, college it's a college drink. drink. Yeah. Okay. Like a real bartender Ugh. probably wouldn't. It's so it's basically flavorings, either sweet and sour mix or like mm-hmm. some kind of syrup, and then just mm-hmm. all the alcohols. Oh man! Audio okay. motherfucker. Ah. So I was like, I'm gonna do a play on that with just like whatever oh booze God. I have on hand, like quarantine booze. Right, right, right. But I'm gonna call it the Sayonara Old Sport. I love that. SOS. So proud of myself. <laughs> Mixed it up. Put some ice in there. Gross. It was so bad. Was I'm really bad. so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds really cool. Like I'm, it I'm with it. But you know, yep. Quarantini was. It was bad. basically like a. <laughs> Suicide. It was, what was in there? Uh, peach nuts, oh. orange vodka, and <laughs> oh. something else. I can't oh, remember. Something else, yeah. something else orange. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Wouldn't recommend it. No. <laughs> That's just one too many oranges. But I can't listen, even. We don't, we don't take this super serious, like the drink part. Like, we're like, we're just going to try it. Right, and, like, yeah. so if we t- we said on the episode, we were like, well, this was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love, I love that. But keep trying because. That's that's yeah. Really funny. It is fun. <laughs> yeah, and you know, yeah. It's just, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Makes uh, it's char- We're charming like that, you know. I understand that oh, on, on a whole new level. Seriously, I do. <laughs> uh, All right, mine. Yep, it's you. Uh, when and what was your first experience with costume making? Um, costume making or cosplay? Define. Uh, that. you can you can do both. Okay, so costume making goes back to college um and this is i have a very strange path to cosplay it's very weird 
It's not like most people. Um, I went to school for fine arts, painting to be exact, portraiture. And um, I, my subjects were always women because they're beautiful and why not paint them? Right. And I wanted to, basically, I, I really was into clothing, but I've never made clothing before. This was like halfway through college. So for me to be 2010, 2010, and um, I was like, I, I really don't like what my models are wearing. I, I'm tired of being like, okay, can you get this, Ella, you know, I need a ball gown. And they're like, what? <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, so I was like, well, I'll make my stuff for them to wear. So then I just drifted over to the theater department because my the art department and the theater department work close together and I went to a, 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 a city state school so University of Louisville so you know we're not huge but we're not like New York theater level you know right <laughs> so everybody kind of works together when it comes to like art and costuming um, for the theater department and so I asked basically I was like hey my 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 subject matter is women and I need to learn how to sew and so can I take your sewing and design classes and she's like oh yeah sure the costume professor who was a, a wonderful lady named Jana, a Russian woman who was just like, if you crossed her, there's a problem. And um, he, so I took the class and I was the only non-theater kid in the class. So I was already in, just not in my element. Like I liked theater, but I didn't ever see myself working in theater just because art kids and theater kids in high school, we just did not mix at all. And um, so I took some classes and I was like, i fucking love sewing I love to be able to create anything I want and it was just this amazing feeling and I was just was like ha, ha, ha. and being able to design it and then go from paper to actual three dimension was great except I was still a painter so I still had to work in two dimensions so I was basically making a bunch of stuff for me to paint which to ultimately that is all what you would see for my thesis is my portraiture and so basically to the, towards the end of my degree, I was so sick and tired of painting and all I wanted to do was sew. <laughs> so I got a job um, working in uh, wedding alterations and tailoring, which is God, dear God. But yeah. if you want to really <laughs> build your skill, like high stress. Yeah, uh, yeah. if you want to build your skill, I would recommend that to anyone, like just to learn how to really sew anything and everything and fix stuff do that and so I did that for a hot minute and then I started getting more into designing and then I got a job at uh the Louisville Ballet which is our our local ballet for the city and then I started actually working in costuming because I was doing costume design and some some costuming in college but it's not you know professional level and our college theater stock was sad so I started working at the ballet and then right around that time is when I started making my own costumes <clears throat> because I got really tired of dressing ballerinas in my own work. God damn it. <laughs> and so I wanted to wear my shit. And so I was like, I'm going to make my own stuff now. And so I started just making my own costumes for um, midnight premieres and movies. Right. And um, so I started doing that. And, like my first costume was like Darth Maul the 3d re-release of phantom menace and like then it was like around that time where all of like the movies were 3d re-releases you know yeah and i made i made a costume from titanic i did alice in wonderland and so by that time i was like i need more places to wear this besides halloween and midnight for movie premieres where no one's seeing my outfit i'm just going and sitting down and so i was uh, i watched the channel g4 a lot i don't know uh -huh. if you guys remember g4 
And they would always go to San Diego, yeah, San Diego Comic-Con. And, of course, San Diego Comic-Con showed up cosplayers. And I was like, what is this world? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then we had, like, within all of this was in, like, two years of realization, we had a local convention here in Louisville. And I uh, dressed up as Katana from Mortal Kombat 3, roped two of my friends into doing it with me, and then thus this whatever life I have was born. (laughs) So we actually, you already answered my next question, but we actually yeah. were at C2E2 this year and we saw your katana. Oh, hey. Which was fantastic. <laughs> Why, so, thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, it was just amazing. Um, I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that was a fun, interesting build. Not my not my normal for what I normally am right. for, but that's why I wanted to do it. I wanted a challenge and I wanted to see how it would do in competition and I was very proud of it, but... Yeah. You know, there's a million things I'd pick it apart. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I think that's pretty normal for uh cosplay. You do something and then you're like, okay, yeah. I could have done this fifteen different ways or Oh god, yeah. <laughs> which which I feel like is good though. As an artist, you need to self critique. Oh absolutely. You can't you can't be like, Well, this is perfection, this is perfection, this is perfection, or you're not gonna grow as an artist. So Yeah, that's what we um on our last interview we were talking about like reassessing a cosplay after you're done with it because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. while you're doing it, you know, it's that's what you're doing but when you've worn it and yeah. you know you see how it holds up you're like okay oh well, my god we could have done this 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 or this different to make yes. it look better or yes. more wearable or whatever it is so you're you're so correct and that was with katana like i she looks great on a mannequin and <laughs> when i wear it it's fine but like there is so much problems with functionality in that outfit that i just wanted to cry because i just I didn't think about so many things that I'm normally like fabric this, but oh, spandex and paint is this, you know, I didn't think about all this stuff. And so (laughs) the self-evaluation after, after C2E2 for Katana was, "Mm, we're going to set this aside for a bit and not going to work on something that I know is going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I'm working on a, um, Sabrina masquerade, um, adventures. And those feathers yes. and that yes. hot glue and it's mm-hmm. just like it looks great on my mannequin, but yep. I put it on me before <laughs> and it's like stiff and I'm like, how do I move? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! A that outfit is incredible and you are amazing to try and tackle it because <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. Well, luckily, um, yeah, we've canceled our dragon con plans for this year, which is where mm. she's going to get worn to. So I've okay. got some time to. <laughs> Likewise, yeah. likewise. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Yeah. Um. Oh, favorite part. What's your favorite part of cosplaying? Favorite part of cosplaying. Ooh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I want to say. I mean, obviously, creating. But, but wearing it and being on the floor. I mean, you guys know that that experience. That like. It's like a high. You're just like yes. on the floor yes. and you're like, I feel amazing and invincible. And it's, you feel it's like hard. you feel yeah. like a different person. Like you're it's you like do. kind of like an out of body experience. It so is. And it's like I don't I don't want to be super prideful, but I am super prideful. We are too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's when we feel our best because yeah. first of all, it's like, you know, we're playing make believe, we're playing pretend. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's just this like separation from our normal selves but also mm-hmm. like you're taking pride in what you put on and yeah. you feel you generally feel really good in what you're wearing yeah yeah you're literally 
an art gallery. You are a walking art gallery and you want people to look at your work because you made it for their eyes and yourself if that's what you want. Oh, but absolutely. like, you know, you're there at a convention to show it off. Show it off. So I, I, I will say like creating it, actually making it and wearing it at a convention. That's their, that's my favorite part of cosplay, which is pretty much the whole thing. The whole right. thing. Like as, <laughs> as aggravating as putting a cosplay together and like figuring out the hard stuff can be seeing yeah. it come together is just amazing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know because we take we take um like progress pictures when we're taking yep. doing a cosplay yeah. I mean, yeah I only send them to you right right <laughs> that, well, that's what I meant like for ourselves we take them and then we're like oh goodness, look how <laughs> what am I gonna do <laughs> disaster please but seeing something from start to finish, like, I feel like that progress that you get, like, it's so rewarding. And then to get to put it on in the end, absolutely, is a great, yeah. great feeling. So. It is a good feeling if everything fits and does okay. <laughs> if it doesn't. Then there's, then there's the negative side of that. So what is the your least favorite part of cosplaying? Oh, God. Well, shopping. I don't care for shopping for the crap uh, that we have to buy. That's not fun. But, um. It can be. I don't know. It depends. But yeah, not making it, it if it doesn't fit, that that's a serious problem. And unfortunately, that's happened with a lot of my bills as of recent, because I've just my I've had weight gain. I've built muscle in certain areas that I've never knew I would build muscle there, and I've never. And I I, I say this in my next video that I'm going to be popping out for my Yennefer cosplay, but I. I basically neglected my chest size on my mannequin for the past like two builds and you mean, like, Katana, not resizing it. Not resizing it. Yeah, because I was I was doing a lot of working out, I was doing a lot of kickboxing, so and that's a lot of push-ups. And I was like, oh well, that's just building my biceps and triceps. No, it's not. <laughs> it's building my shoulder and chest. Mm-hmm. And I realized that things didn't fit and like with katana. I had to do a lot of alterations post making the majority of it that really upset me because it just wasn't fitting. And I was like, this is frustrating. Why am I doing this? So basically, let's just put it this way. The first fitting (laughs) is my least favorite thing about cosplay making. The first time you try it on, because 99% of the time, there's going to be a problem. Okay, you you mentioned your Yennefer. Mm -hmm. Girl. Yeah. (laughs) I that's one of my favorite costumes of hers and I I said whenever I watched the show I was like oh my gosh I love that but like aesthetically it's so pleasing (laughs) to my eyes but I can't even imagine how heavy it would be and I was like I want to do it but like I want to wear all of that how heavy is it it's not that bad honestly um it's about 20 pounds I say that like on the edge it says oh my god 20 pounds like mm-hmm. yeah but you're wearing it like on your shoulders and around and around my uh, uh midsection and on my hips and it's really not that bad it just feels like a weighted jacket however okay. <laughs> however i had my first photo shoot for it last saturday and sunday i woke up very sore <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, like an extra wow. for you. Yeah, I just over, you know, laid over to my partner and I was like, why am I so sore? He said, you were wearing a 20 pound vest for three hours. And I was like, oh my God, I had no idea because a lot of my cosplays, a lot of them are hot and heavy and I'm used to this, I thought. Because like <laughs> <laughs> when I wear Queen of Madala, like she has headpieces and she's completely covered and it's always hot and heavy. And I'm like, those are painful. 
But this wasn't, this is just a dress. It's not that painful. Boy, <laughs> was I wrong? It showed you. <laughs> it's it's great. It, it showed me. It, and I will have to think about when I travel with it, um, the weight of my luggage now. <laughs> right. That's, yeah. we found that out. We just started. It was me. Well, we just started um, <laughs> flying to Dragon Con last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And before that, we have always driven, so we didn't have to worry about that thing, that kind of thing. But last year, we we started flying, and we were like, no. "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, you hit that fifty pound limit real quick. Yeah, night before we left. So yep. Oh, I'm so sorry. Twenty pounds. <laughs> into second bag. I had this thing. I was like, "I'm gonna fit everything in one bag." No, and I'm only gonna take one bag. <laughs> And nope. I mean, it, that didn't happen. No, nope. <laughs> nope. In fairness to me, I did fit everything in one bag. Uh-huh. And I would weigh it, and it was like eighty-four pounds. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, maybe nope. not. Maybe nope, nope. I yeah. totally, I totally understand that. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah. I think you're probably gonna have to pack Jennifer in like one bag on her own. She's gonna have her own bag. And the worst part about it is, like, she's small though. She can fit. Like, I can fold it up fine, but right. it's so heavy. It's right, beautiful, right. but it's just yeah. like we have to put some, some wigs in with her just to, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's how use up your space. Right, right, right. Am I next? <laughs> Our next question is: mm-hmm. What is your favorite cosplay build? My favorite cosplay build, I'm um, Doctor Strange, hands down. Uh-huh. <laughs> in in, the, in <laughs> like in question, uh, yeah, it was my favorite. It's my favorite thing I've ever made. I I have it on a man like an actual like store mannequin in my sewing area that just looks down at me and just keeps putting the cloak just keeps putting its hand on my shoulder going you're doing that, that <laughs> it's so good I just I don't know why I just I, I think it's a combination of me loving the character loving the movie and just really loving the way I look in it and like just the reception that it's got it's just I was gonna say I feel like that's probably a fan favorite too, it like is on your social media and stuff definitely people love the strange and I love the strange and like I no I I honestly no. think your doctor strange is one of the only ones I've seen yeah, at convention um yeah everyone's scared by it, the coat mm-hmm. yeah you had it set up at c2e2 correct I did yeah yeah um yeah yeah, everyone's afraid of the uh, the cloak, mostly. <laughs> I get a lot of questions about that thing, and I, that's why I did I did a YouTube video, I did a blog post, and I'm like, all oh, the questions are answered here. Yep, I remember when you were building it on social media, and I was, like, just sitting there amazed watching all the videos and all the pictures slide by, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Thank you. It was amazing. And I and I I don't like to be like I I didn't struggle because I struggle with every build you know as an artist you kind of like you you think about these things all the time but that cloak like it just went well it was just forming well and just going very well and I was like this is so nice and I think also that made me love it more right because right. it was just very nice to do so yeah I think that's one of the reasons why I like my Thor bodice is because it's the first time I built like faux armor mm-hmm. and I was expecting it to be really bad but then it was easy it was and... like surprisingly easy and I was like yeah well, I, yeah I told you like I'm gonna start on it and then I texted you later that evening I was like well I'm done I'm done um do you have a least favorite cosplay build absolutely um <laughs> oh yeah well let's let's put it into Mm, there was I think it was 2014 was the year I did like I made like 12 costumes and (laughs) they weren't like 
Doctor Strange level costumes. They were like, oh, it's a poison ivy swimsuit kind of thing. Right. And um, I think I did some Playboy bunny outfits for for, um, Dragon Con. I just Mm -hmm. hated them so much <laughs> just it's hard i feel like that's a hard <sighs> one. we just started going to bunny hutch last year so yeah we just yeah and because we hadn't ever been able to get down there early enough with driving so right, last year right. when we started flying we got down there um and in plenty of time and so we're like oh we're definitely going to bunny hutch and i think that's that's you know kind of on this line of what you're comfortable with because it's is. a lot more skin than we were used to showing yeah and like as a costumer that outfit is is beautiful like when you look at it and you look at old vintage pictures of the women from the club wearing it and it's just really pretty but making it sucks <laughs> and wearing it sucks so not a fan not a fan uh oh what is your favorite crafting tool crafting tool um well sewing machine (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you want to like besides a sewing machine um i really love rotary cutters and i don't like to say that because i'm ulfa sponsored but also i'm ulfa sponsored (laughs) but i do love rotary cutters it's how i learned to cut fabric and just being able to just slice it like a pizza is just so nice yeah, I've I've actually been looking at um, some rotary cutters because I've I've just seen a lot of cosplayers using them, and I'm like, okay, why am I not using them? Basically, they are so handy if you have a good self healing mat and a really sharp blade, you can just go to town. However, awesome. you will get the worst injuries if you just look <laughs> at that thing wrong. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you have a favorite tip or trick that you use a lot during cosplay builds? Mm, besides fittings, do a lot of fittings. Um, <laughs> don't do a lot of fittings. Uh, make mock-ups. This comes with just anything. I think really making a mock-up is really beneficial for uh, especially sewing, sewing builds because you can get a pattern, buy a pattern, use the size that you think you are on that, and then you make it, it's not of all that size. And the worst thing is to get through, get through a project and it doesn't fit. So, Do you do that on just about every build or just like the more intricate ones? Um, pretty much every build now. I learned that because a couple of builds ago I didn't do that and it just started really really <laughs> sucking and I didn't do that for for example I didn't do that for Captain Marvel and okay. um she didn't fit well the chest itself is too high and so it actually smushes my boobs down a lot <laughs> and that hurts and so right. when I wear it 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 doesn't have a really good um fit to it and it just doesn't tailor my body well and I, I right. don't like the way I look at it because it's too high and I would have figured that out if I would have done a freaking mock-up <laughs> but I didn't because it was hype train and I was like I gotta get it out now <laughs> yep yep I understand that yep, I yep. really thought when I started this Sabrina bodice that I was gonna have to uh like I was like oh this might be my (laughs) mock-up I started it and then I was like no I think I can use this one I I will say like a a small a small tip I do tell people and I've done this for all of my big builds that are just like sewing like ball gowns and stuff and and dresses is that I use my lining for I'm sorry use my mock-up for my lining if it's if it's not too jacked up and for for Yennefer for example 
Um, I I use a lot of bed sheets for mock-ups, and inside Jennifer is my old bed sheets. <laughs> so, it's weird and kind of gross, but it works no. and it's really soft. <laughs> no. no, we're all about. I've used uh, thrift store bed sheets for cosplay. Oh, yeah. You're not yep. going to get I mean, pre everything that's going on now, I was like the least germaphobic person that there was. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Slightly different now. Yeah. I'd still yeah, probably it is. It is. <laughs> it's so, just you just throw a little bleach in there. Just throw some bleach. It's fine. Besides, it's right. going to be inside. Right. It's fine. Um, is it mine? Yep, it's you. Uh, any future cosplays or cosplays in progress that you're extra excited about? <laughs> well, yes. Um, <laughs> I do have at least two that I know that I'm going to do because I've bought fabric for them. And that is Nadia from What We Do in the Shadows, if you're familiar oh! with that show. Yeah. I love I really excited. love <laughs> that show so much. It hurts. I just love it. Um, and then I'm also going to do uh, Rose with Decatur from Titanic again. Her, oh. specifically her boarding gown, the, the uh, striped, white. the striped yes. white with the gigantic ass hat. Yep. Yes. Oh my gosh. That'll be beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's like peak, peak sewing tailoring. Just wonderfulness because I originally was going to do probably concept art from WandaVision or Doctor Strange 2 and none of that has come close to me anywhere so yeah. I've just been like well let's dig into the archives ladies and gentlemen <laughs> what to do. So, so do you have like a next con app? Um, I wanted to say KatsuCon but then I've seen recently that everyone's talking today apparently the rune blocks went on sale today and I was like wow already okay but just thinking about that right now, I, I don't know. I don't right. know the state of the world, you know? Yeah. I mean, my goal my goal is C2E2, at least. At least. Yeah, that year, was so. our last con. We went to that, yeah. and we, and yep. now we're like, okay, well, that was the last con we've been to. Yeah, yeah same. I mean, that was mine as well. Yeah, I we, had... thought, we thought Dragon Con was going to happen, but we actually just at pulled the, be- the plug yeah, on that. At the beginning of everything, yep. I was like, if Dragon Con doesn't happen, the, the economy's going to be collapsed. And then I didn't <laughs> think that that was actually going to happen. Because <laughs> all my, like, my heart, we have a mutual friend, and she was like, she was like, you better be praying for Dragon Con. I was like, Dragon Con's not till September. Like, this stuff's yeah, it'll be, be still- fine. Yeah, I was like, if this stuff is still going on in September, the whole economy is going to collapse. Like, the world's going to be in big trouble. And then, I mean, it turns and out. And then here we are. That's what happened. But- <laughs> here we are. Yeah. But I mean, Dragon Con's still happening, apparently. Right. Supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly. It's we'll- just. We'll see. You know. We'll, we'll see. see on that. Yeah. We we said in a previous episode, like we, it, like even if they don't end up end up canceling it, like we just don't see it being the Dragon Con we know and love. It won't. It it definitely won't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. The only people that are probably really going to go to that are ones are like vendors, people that need it for money. You know. Yeah. So yeah, sure. who's oh, going to be there to buy their stuff? Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah, we'll see. I think they'll probably when it gets closer and i think it's probably insurance reasons that they haven't canceled yet i think that's yeah i, I agree with you on that i think so, that's why yeah I so we probably... as sad as it was we finally pulled the plug on it because we were like uh well i couldn't go with work like i wasn't gonna be able to go with right this, um, right because i was gonna have yeah. to self-quarantine for two weeks so that's a year's worth i was gonna have to use a year's worth of uh sick days yeah <laughs> like, just for just didn't work out 
So it just like, didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. If it was regular Dragon Con, I would have <laughs> But like totally. social distancing yeah, Dragon like, Con, you can't drink out of Rick and Morty Super Soaker. I'm not interested. Right. No, I'm not going. <laughs> I come back from that convention sick every year as it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So who or what inspires you? <sighs> Pop culture. <laughs> Pop culture. I mean, that inspires me constantly. I'm I I'm a person that shows my love for a fandom through art in this way called cosplay. And so if I watch something and I instantly just like fall in love with it, I'm just going to vomit up a cosplay. Like what we do in the shadows. <laughs> I fell in love with it. And I was like, Ugh, now I got to make Nadja, you know? So pop culture inspires me. And that's everything from music to TV, film, book, even real life. <laughs> Absolutely. Television channel? Do you have um, any cosplayers or anything that you look up to or uh, were inspired by in the beginning? Or did you just kind of like get into it without even following anybody? You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, I would say the first person I followed was Yaya Han. Oh, I mean, she was she's definitely the the one that pops up first and Kamui, early stages of Kamui cosplay. And then um, I just started following or Basically, I followed these people who later became my friends, like April Gloria, and then, of course, my bestie, Alex, who does all my photos. So, I mean, it kind of, it's all over the place. But I would definitely say Yaya was probably my first yeah. big inspiration. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> um, what's your favorite convention? C2E2, hands down. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> I just love it. I love the town. I like the pop culture. I like the comic aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just always have a great time there. Yeah. Last year was our first year at C2E. Or, yes, this year was our It seems like Yeah, last year. I was going to say, it seems so far away. Um, that was our first C2E2 trip, and we are, like, what, four hours away from I, Chicago? I'm like, six, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so considerably closer than Dragon Con, right. but we for some reason just had never gotten there and so this year we were like okay let's go like we have this podcast it's normally now at a bad time oh they that's right yeah yeah but it was normally a weekend we couldn't go and yeah i we both had a really good time mm-hmm. um there were things that we liked and disliked about it but overall my 400 pound bag yeah <laughs> overall we really liked it so. if you had to choose would you um choose solo cosplays or group cosplays oh god um so dating back to 2014 <laughs> was the year I did all of the group cosplays and got really burnt out on it because I just was like, why even make these outfits if I don't care about the character? I'm doing it just with the group. So I would say solo. Um, but if there's a really good group idea and people right. are willing to do it, of course I'm down for it. And I mean... Thinking about my group that my my handmaiden group that I did with my Queen of Madala decoy outfit for Star Wars Celebration last year, that was the best group I've ever been in, and that was a group, and that was one of the best experiences of my cosplay career. And, you know, having yeah. people all dress up as handmaidens and do the thing, that was amazing. You know, but honestly, I would say solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we <laughs> most challenging cosplay. Um. You know, I keep I, I go back and forth between Queen Amidala, the Senate gown, the one with the, the big M on my head, mm-hmm. and um uh Captain Marvel. 
mainly because Captain Marvel, I was dealing with spandex, and <laughs> spandex is me. That's never fun. <laughs> it's not at all, and it's not forgiving. But it was it was really difficult to figure out all of the placement of the panels and like, should I do a seam here or should this be a top stitch? And working from not that many photos at all when I was making it because I was making it right before the movie came out and so they were really holding pictures very tightly and so I had to make up a lot of things but um definitely Queen Amidala Senate the headpiece was a challenge because I wasn't I've never really done anything like that before and so defying gravity with hair was really hard <laughs> and so how did you how did you go about that um, I went I went well I made the headpiece twice I will say and the second version is what you see. The first version was so huge and I just couldn't figure out the balance and the hair. And so I just kept snipping away at it, snipping away at it and starting again, doing it again. That was all experimentation. The only thing I knew I had to fit it on was this cap I made out of Warbler, which I should not have done. Um, but I had to get that just to balance. And if I get that to balance, then everything else was downhill. And once I got that to balance fine, it was it was it was fine after that. But that took me a while to figure out. Just because it, it was a competition piece. I didn't want hot glue strings everywhere. And so right. that one that was just really that was really tough. And then figuring out math for like <clears throat> the robe. There's there's areas of the robe like on my shoulders and on the on the bottom parts that's shirred and basically you have to figure out how much fabric you need to be able to fit into that size within the pattern and so there was a lot of math involved that I had to rope my my partner in for that and I was really difficult as well so honestly I would I'd probably say now I'm thinking about it the Queen of Madonna Senate gown had a lot she more wins, huh? <laughs> she wins yeah because it's just there was just more things I didn't think about like math and gravity um okay yeah um, if funds and time were not a factor, what cosplay would you most want to do? Mm. Ah, that question that changes for me all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's see. Probably it's, it's weird because I, I, I tend to look at things that are like armor builds as mm -hmm. the thing that I'll never get to because I just don't want to figure that out. <laughs> so I, I, I agree with, I yeah, agree with that. Like, I just will buy it. Intimidating for me. It is. And especially stuff that I, I really don't, I don't have the room for or the ventilation for. <laughs> um, but honestly, it would probably be Captain Phasma. I just love Ooh. that outfit. That whole look is just demanding and just like fierce. And I just love cosplaying sassy bitches. <laughs> and she is one, and I that's that'd probably be the number one, honestly, because I'd I'd buy it. I don't think I'd make it. I'd yeah, buy it. Yeah, yeah, that's one that I've talked about. I think I was like, I'm gonna buy storm. I got like extra money from work or something, and I was like, I'm gonna buy stormtrooper armor. <laughs> oh my god, I can tell you all about the pain of stormtrooper armor if you want to know. <laughs> I decided against it. I think I just ended up spending it on something more practical. Yeah. <laughs> That stinks. Um, what is more practical than Stormtrooper armor? Dumb classes. <laughs> dumb job. Stupid, Stupid job. I like my job, just in case my boss is in. <laughs> it's a good job, I swear. And I wasn't going to yeah. sell you out for Stormtrooper armor. No. no, I mean, no, I wouldn't. I would never. Uh, is it my go? Yep. 
Oh, bu- 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 17? Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite con-related drinking story? Yes to me. Okay, yeah. So, 2015. You know all the years, like, I, on point. We, we, have, we have to, like, do math. math. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we stayed at the hotel with the blue room. <laughs> means that it was a leap year. <laughs> I don't know. I just numbers are are stick well in my head, but and I remember I remember years by my cosplays, and so that's that's how I kind of chunk my life, which pretty much started at 2012, I would say. <laughs> but um, yeah, 2015 Dragon Con definitely, and I remember I don't know which night of the Dragon Con it was, but I was Cersei Lannister, and that already just means I'm gonna drink that night, and I think I had a whole bottle of 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 uh some pinot noir but a red a red a red wine but i made it i made a giant goblet and i rhinestoned it for like like a goblet lannister cup and it was and i had i had some like shades on for some reason but i was in my entire cersei outfit i don't know why it's dragon con but i made like gangster uh, um glasses and i had like my had my friend make me brass knuckles that said Lannister on them. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. But um, I remember drinking a lot that night, and my friend recorded me drinking as Cersei. And then one, I think it was that night, or it was a different night, but I think I was in Cersei. We were in the pool area in the back of the Marriott, mm-hmm. and I just decided to tell stories, and I have it all on video of me as Cersei drinking at Dragon Con. And I don't remember, but I know they're funny because they're on my YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And they're in one of the Dragon Con, the 2015 Dragon Con vlog. But yep, I just was telling lots of stories, drinking as gangster Cersei in a large, large goblet filled with Pinot Noir. And I think think that's pretty much the majority of what happened that night. I know it's not... (laughs) Over the top, I spilled it and it went down the, you know, the, uh, the elevator dragon gun or whatever. But I just remember being like, oh, everyone's like, yeah, Cersei. And I'm like, yeah, what up? And I showed them brass <laughs> knuckles and they're like, oh, shit, light is dirty. You know, that kind of Game of, <laughs> of Thrones type when it happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are some of the best stories are just like this funny, this random. funny random thing happened. Mm-hmm. Like, and probably only because we were drinking, you know, those yep. are, those are some of the best. Yep. And I can just, I, all I can really think is Dragon Con, drinking, drinking a Dragon Con. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can be rough. It can be very rough. And I think all of us yeah, could use that rough. right now, but <laughs> next year. Right. Have that refreshing water. Um, <laughs> okay. So. You're talking to somebody who is just starting out in cosplay or wanting to start out in cosplay. What is mm-hmm. something that you would tell them? Um, my biggest tip for new new cosplayers is to go to a convention first, not in cosplay, and watch the cosplayers. Not creepily, <laughs> but just watch them interact with people not in costume. Because I feel like that's the one biggest thing that people are very unaware when they go to a convention in costume. They forget that people are there to see them you know you can just think that you're just there in an outfit you make friends but you don't know that people are gonna want your picture they're gonna want to interact with you kids are gonna want to interact with you if you're a popular character so my biggest tip is to go to a convention and just like 
just watch the interaction. If that's something you're comfortable with, you know, go for it in cosplay. If it's not something you're comfortable with, still cosplay, but just know that's going to Yeah, happen. that's a really good, yeah. I never would have thought of that. That's mm-hmm. a really good tip because I think, like, it is a mm-hmm. little, like, you can cosplay something really, like, low-key and maybe you don't get a lot of attention, but as low soon key. as, you, as right. yeah, haha, low-key. Um, haha <laughs> uh-huh, loki got it yeah. so but as soon as you put on something a little bit more flashy or more recognizable you oh, know yeah. you people are drawn to you a little bit more and it is a little like, oh yeah you know when we've had really popular cosplay builds like you're stopped every couple minutes yeah. for a picture and if you're yeah. not ready for that like it can be I, I could see it being a little off-putting or stressful it it very much is and i well my first time when i was doing it with my friends I'm a very, um, you know, extroverted in front of people. Like, I don't mind it. I'll talk. I'll do speech. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Being in front of cameras and fine with that. My friends were not, and they thought they were. But until they got out there and was like, I have to hold poses for, like, multiple minutes and (laughs) smile. Like, they just, they were really put back by that and kind of turned them off of cosplay. And it was totally fine. But, you know, I just kept reiterating that. I'm like, this is something that's going to happen and you're probably going to get annoyed with it. But showing it on your face and, and it, you will feel it on the inside. You'll be having a bad time. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's upsetting. Right. Okay, Jesse, you've got the last question. Um, this isn't a question. This is a statement. Oh, sorry. Tell everyone <laughs> where they can find you and your amazing work on social media. Yeah, I am Jedi Amanda everywhere, literally everywhere. I have a website, JediManda.com, and that's pretty much the homepage for everything. But I do post very actively on YouTube. I have a new video every week or two, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then I also have a TikTok yeah. like every other person in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's very anti-TikTok. I I'm so very Chinese government. <laughs> <laughs> I love the TikTok. So, Vision King, I don't think it's so. unfortunately it very is. addictive. And I sure. don't like, I like that. That ghost hunting. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll send Jesse There's a ghost hunting on there that I like. It's just I can't. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a big social media. No, person. she's not into most of it. It's, so, it, it's very strange. I mean, I I dig it, but the audience is so different yeah, than what absolutely. I'm used to. Yeah, it's so weird. But hey, I'm in it. But whatever. But mostly I stick to Instagram, right. YouTube. Right. That kind of thing. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on with us. We really appreciate it. No problem. Yes. I had a great time. Thank you. You guys interview very well. <laughs> Back at you. Okay. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed our interview with Amanda today. Um, if you want to follow along with us on social media, you can do so uh, on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, yeah, Jesse, what are you going to say? Um, if you would rather not do the social media because mm-hmm. you're a classy and refined individual <laughs> like me, right? Um, you can email us uh, if you want to send us cocktail ideas, cocktail recipes. Uh, Please. Episode ideas, responses to episodes, corrections, thing we screwed up, um, questions for us, pictures of cosplays that you want us to feature that are yours. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't, like, creep on people. Uh, 
without permission. Uh, cosplayers that you'd like us to interview that we yeah. can reach out to. We'll try. <laughs> we'll do our best. Yeah, we'll try. I mean, when I say we'll try, I mean Paige will message them. <laughs> I will agree to speak to them if Paige arranges everything else. Uh, weird fish picks. Don't forget those. Uh, what's your favorite violin concerto? Send me that. Cello concerto. Organ concerto. Um, just if you're into classical music and you uh, want to tell Jesse about it, she has yeah. her own, she has her own email. Yeah, <laughs> or you can email me at cosplayingcocktailspod. <laughs> Don't send it. Like, listen, it's gonna. Uh, I'm working on getting my side podcast together, Flavor right. Profiles with Jesse, right? Um, or with Chessie, if I change my name, <laughs> and I'm gonna talk about. Um, Minerals and rocks and plants. Um, bourbon. Uh, bourbon. Classical music. And classical music. The finer things. And you're going to fall asleep. Hey, yeah. what, what's that email? It's cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. Uh, gmail.com. Um, okay, are we done? Uh, we're done. Okay, bye!